Can't believe we're already in the final hour of the show. I don't. Oh, we tied another match, Josh. We're not getting good. smoked in the Ryder Cup. Yeah, that's that's not. Do good I at even? All. Do I even put the Ryder Cup in the top five stories of the day? Oh, there my gosh. Number five. Not uh, going well. We stink. All right, moving on. We haven't won overseas in the Ryder Cup since I want to say like ni- like ninety three. Thirty years. It's been that. Uh, and just I got going out on a limb, Josh. <laughs> Not good. Agreed. I'll go out on that limb with you. I don't think they're breaking the streak this year. We are two up in one match on sixteen. Why? Answer this for me, okay? Why is the streak so long? I mean, thirty years. Are you kidding me? Fifteen Ryder Cups. Why? Why have they not beat those guys? I mean, it's intimidating. It's, a... it's on. Is is this? Is this our golfers are soft? Is, is this a shining example of it? I want to say yes, but I just I don't know. Maybe that's a little bit too knee jerky. I just I think it means a lot to the European team. I think maybe it means a little bit more to them than it means to us. Now, our boys will get all fired up when it's here. But I just think whenever you're over, and, and it means a lot to the fans there, too. Well, I guess this is a big moment here, Josh. With this putt, well, we could still, I better shut up. Oh, they're through 16, right? So they're on 17. If the U.S. can get in here, I think they're at least going to win. Yeah. Oh, no, they've got to make this to tie the hole. Bro, I'm just going to shut up right now. This is terrible. If Homa misses this, uh, misses this, we're in big trouble, dude. We're already we might in, push this match, too. Already in pretty big trouble. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, listen, Hour 3 of the Plank Show, as always, is brought to you by Mop and Roofing. We are on the road today. The good people at OEC Fiber. It's Lewis Jewelers right here and more off the I-35 service route. I think uh, Parker Thune is coming here next. Uh, Glenn's been great. We've had a blast. In fact, the commercial breaks are, are the shows getting in the way of Glenn and I getting to, to catch up and talk. He's a, a great man and obviously has uh, done incredible work for decades, years. Lewis Jewelers, uh, Jewelers always focus on engagement rings in that market, but the primary focus is making sure you have custom jewelry and repair services as well. OEC and OEC Fiber, the power of connection. All right, let's let's do this. All right, I'm ready. Top five stories of the daytime brought to you by Newcastle Casino. It's time for the top five stories of the day. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play. Let's go, man. All right, Newcastle Casino. Uh, by the way... I drove past Newcastle Casino last night because, I mean, why else would you not have to drive past out to Newcastle in order to get a, a foot rest and a headboard for your bed? Makes so much sense. But it's a cool area. they got a, a nice Love's Travel Stop that's right across the street. Plenty of parking. I-44, exit 107. 14 table games, including blackjack, including uh, poker, including... Gosh, you name Baccarat, they've got you covered at NewcastleCasino.com. Oh, my gosh. All right, Josh, let's uh, let's get this out of the way with big story number five, shall we? Number five. We might not win a match today. 
Team USA might not win a match today. We're talking about the Ryder Cup, which is currently live right now on the USA Network. And after a less than stellar start for Team Europe, uh, for the for Team USA against Team Europe, the USA looked to be in good shape. And every one of you golf nerds started nerding out because Justin Thomas did a fist pump after a putt. Well, guess what? They choked the rest of the round away. And they have their match with the Europeans. So we got smoked in the 44th Ryder Cup 4-zip in the alternate shot format this morning. And in the four-ball format this afternoon, Josh, we are getting smoked again. In fact, in fact, as we go to the we were two up with two to play. We just lost the 17th hole. And now we're probably, just because I'm going to be a defeatist on this, we'll probably go ahead and lose the uh, 18th hole. So they are still one up. With Yeah, with Max Homa and former Giants first baseman Will Clark, who has started playing golf. Uh, they're going up against Justin, Ro- uh, Justin Rose and uh, McIntyre. Not too familiar with McIntyre, uh, I should Younger say. Younger guy. The, uh, the youngster. So we'll, we'll see if maybe, just maybe, we can get that dub. Max Homa and Wyndham Clark against Robert McIntyre and Justin Rose. But they are one up. They're headed to 18. That's the only match still in play. Uh, we got smoked. McElroy and Fitzpatrick beat Shoffley and Morikawa 5-3. and three. And the other two matches were halved. Even though, uh, let's see, 1-2. Team USA was 2 up through 13 and halved. And they were 1-2. They were 2 up through 15. And half their match, Brooks Kepkin, and Scotty Scheffler did. <sighs> Not good, Josh. Actually, it was one up. One up, excuse me. I don't want to get too carried away here. One up. Thoughts as our golf insider. We're down six to one with hopefully a chance to get a half here. But we're cooked, right? It ain't looking good. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's That's the kind of golf analysis that we get. That's right. Whenever yeah. you're getting smoked like this. Yeah, if you flip on the gimme zone uh, when we have a program, that's more in, more in detail than that. But, yeah, it's it ain't looking good. Not looking good. All right, uh, enough of that. I'm sure Steel Man will be all over it. Big story number four. Number four. So I, I like to make sure we get all our full schedule laid out for you. KRFSports.tv, KRFSports.tv, high school action all over the place, including you, Josh, tonight, right? You're up in Broken Arrow. Can't wait. It'll be fun. Uh, should be a, a heck of a football game between those two. We'll go live 6.30, krefsports.tv kickoff slated for 7, and our game, one of many games. You can also check out on krefsports.tv. Norman traveling to Edmond Memorial. Enid heads to Moore. Westmore is at Jinx. Deer Creek at Putnam City. Edmond North at Edmond Santa Fe. Piedmont at Guthrie and Union at UConn. Again, all of those 7 o'clock kicks. KRefSports.tv. A lot of people building up Union. A lot of people building up the old uh, Red Hawks. Red Hawks. There you go. I, um, you know, I keep saying this. I, I thought I would see Austin Chadwick at the uh, OU Tulsa game. I figured that he'd be there with uh, his blue and gold on, but I didn't. I need to get Chadwick on to get me a Green Country High School football update. And last night, the Bixby Spartans, they took care of business. Did I hear right that they had a running clock in the second half of that game? Oh, I'm sure they did. I, I think most of their games are probably 
that way, Plank. Mm. KRefSports.tv. That's K-R-E-F Sports.tv for all the high school action. And not just the, uh, not just the golf, not just the football, too. Uh, volleyball, Josh has been calling softball. In fact, what, you got a, you got a regional matchup coming up next week? Yeah, Norman North will host a regional starting on Wednesday morning. And, uh, you know, Pretty obviously cool. carrying into Thursday. We've got a bunch of other softball regionals, too. I don't know what our full uh, lineup looks nah. like, but a, a bunch of schools that we broadcast for will be hosting regionals next week. If you need a guy, I know a dude that calls softball that might be able to help out next week. How cool week. would that Is be there... if you and I got to call a game together? That would be kind of fun. I'd love it. Are, do we have any Washington Warriors games that you know of? I think we won. I think we're moving on. I have not been as dialed into the softball team as I need to be, Josh. I have not been a good Warrior fan this year. All right. Uh, all right, so that gets through the Ryder Cup. We're down 6-1. That gets through the high school schedule tonight. You can find all your games at krefsports.tv. Let's spin the final three big stories on football, shall we? Big story number three. Number three. So I don't know about you. Um, we don't talk about our fantasy football teams on this show. But I went all in this offseason, Josh, on Jameer Gibbs, which means, of course, the Detroit Lions are going to go with a different running back. Goff up under center. Single back is Montgomery. Goff takes, turns, gives to Montgomery, straight up the gut, fights his way in, touchdown Detroit Lions. David Montgomery powers it home, and the Lions extend their lead. That made it. 34 17 at the time. <laughs> they, they destroyed the Packers last night. After throwing that uh, opening series interception. Oh. Where, like, in the moment, you might have thought to yourself, hmm, not looking good for the Lions. Uh, yeah. Let more of the trouble. football play out before you have <laughs> those types of thoughts. Dude, Twitter is just it. Twitter's not about like taking its time or, or the X or whatever it is now. It's not about let's take our time. You know, it's the first play of a game. Let's kind of game's over. Told you Jared Goff was overrated. This team sucks. Pack They're baby. They're rolling. You know they came back from seventeen down in the fourth quarter last week. <laughs> oh, hilarious! All right. Uh, afterwards, after the loss. Always fun whenever an opposing team's uh, the, the losing team starting quarterback has to answer this question. I'm sure. What do you think of uh, Detroit? Is that the? I mean, it's early, but is that the team to beat in this division? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, credit to them. They played really good tonight. Um, but yeah, um, you know, I think it was us and them going into this game. But obviously, we haven't played the Vikings yet. Um, but I mean, every time we, we play a, a North opponent, it's, it's a huge game um, going forward to the end of the year. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's a game that we'll be looking forward to next time we play them. Got to go uh, just be better and go win. Josh, if we were doing a radio show that wasn't just focused on all things college football, would it be a fair conversation or debate to be had? Was last night more about the Lions becoming the dominant force in the NFC North, or was it more about the Packers being in big trouble? I think it could be one heck of a debate. Yeah, yeah it's a good debate to have. I, I would probably say more so that – Detroit's legitimately good, but, uh, you know, I I don't know that love is going to be the long-term answer for Green Bay, and I felt that way before this season ever started. Mm. 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 One more thing from the National Football League. I guess we have now made Zach Wilson a sympathetic figure because Joe Namath made fun of him. 
He's passionate. He's obviously was, you know, one of the greats. And so uh, us as an offense, we got to do everything we can just to, to try and prove him wrong, keep doing what we can and uh, improve. I think the guys are feeling very optimistic. You know, we all believe in each other. We're all right there. So I'm excited for this week. Dude, I don't – did you happen to Dead see – Dead man walking. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. That's all I needed to hear. Yeah, so, uh, everybody in this locker room believes in everyone else except for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was – I was perusing Twitter.com last night, and I happened to stumble across a text from Jacina Anderson, whom I like. I, I I don't know how what happened there. I don't know why the star fell so fast. Right? She was ESPN's star reporter, and the next thing you know, she's gone. But she's got a good social media following, and I think she's showing up on Fox right now. I, I think this is the most <laughs> – some would say you should know because you're guilty of this whenever it comes to Oklahoma. Fair enough. So I would know it when I saw it. I've never seen anyone act as more of a mouthpiece for a front office or carry the water for an organization more than this tweet from Josina. Okay. Who? Right, this is one, two, three, four. <laughs> this is a five-paragraph tweet. Definitely a Twitter Blue subscriber. But she said, I can tell from my conversation that there is an internal sentiment of wanting observers to remember that the organization was 2-14 and 14 before the Douglas and Sala regime came together, and a lot of progress has been made. Bro, this, this is the National Football League, okay? There's no foundations that need to be built. You're not, you're not going out and signing a recruiting class and developing it. Get out of here. You get three years. And guess what year Joe Douglas is on? Four. It's okay. You swung for the fences, and it didn't work because Aaron Rodgers got hurt. That sucks. But, Josh, I don't think you need to be like, well, hey, you guys, we were 214 before we got here. Shut up. Nobody wants to hear that. No, they, they don't want that excuse. Especially in New York. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, are you ready for Sunday night to have uh, Travis Kelsey and – um? Taylor Swift hammered over your head all night long Sunday night? Sure. it's uh, As a Chiefs fan, I think it's kind of fun. Have you noticed that the former girlfriends of T- uh, Travis Kelsey are now starting to come out of the woodworks? <laughs> as uh, as they should, right? That's just good reporting. It's payday time, right? Oh, yeah. Inside Edition. Inside Edition, I guess, has a sit-down with one of his ex-girlfriends. There is money to be made now. There are betting markets on the Kelsey – uh, Taylor Swift relationship, right? You can you can gamble on when is the first time that they're. Are you Swifty? Would you? Oh yes, oh big time there. All right, maybe I need to learn more. You know my new favorite trend, Josh, is whenever you have people like women, they'll set up their phones and they'll tell their boyfriend or their husband, "Hey, isn't it really cool that uh, we're getting to know about this Travis Kelsey guy and Taylor Swift has put him on the map?" Because <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? What's wrong with you? What is it? I I laugh so hard because one of the girls goes, and then you know the Mahomes guy, uh, he's pretty cool too. And he goes, "You mean Patrick Mahomes?" Uh, enjoy, man. It'll be fun. Is, anything else in the NFL before we finish with two college football st- uh, notes? Uh, no, let's talk a little college football. All right, big story number two. Number two. Uh, a University of Tulsa rolled last night. Did you see Steve Spurrier was there last night? 
I was watching Dan Mullen. It was like a Florida love fest around there. Remember Steve Spurrier Jr., who spent a lot of time here in Oklahoma. His son is uh, – I'm sorry. Steve Spurrier Jr., who spent a lot of time here in Oklahoma. That's Steve Spurrier's son, obviously. And he is a part of the Tulsa coaching staff. In fact, I think – He's Kevin Wilson's offensive coordinator. So Steve Spurrier was at TU last night for the first time. Yeah, Dan Mullen was calling the game. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Do you like the Harry Lyles guy that was doing the sidelines last night? Uh, I don't mind Harry Lyles. I, I didn't mind him either. I thought he did a pretty good job. I thought the whole broadcast crew did a pretty good job last night. I was. I was tuned in as angry Tulsa broadcast critic tweeter guy. I was ready. Whoa! You're saying that wrong. That's incorrect. It's not 11th and Harvard. Do you remember the time whenever the guy did the basketball game and he called it the box center the whole time? I mean, no one even took a moment to help him out. I mean, if it's Teddy and it's an intentional mispronouncing, I get it, and that's funny. Whenever you're like, oh, welcome into the beautiful box center. I mean, come on. <laughs> welcome to the house that Bach built. <laughs> we didn't have any of that last night, so it was good. But Tulsa rolls. Now, uh, tonight you have three very – interesting games do you know cincinnati and byu play tonight josh they play tonight that's uh, an interesting little big 12 game we're gonna find out uh if that was uh well you know does that win get propped up a little bit from last week Nine fifteen. take a nap that line is now moved to even hmm we call it a Me- pick em. meanwhile uh, North Carolina State and Louisville will play in Raleigh. They're both undefeated in conference play to start the season. And they get Utah and Oregon State. No word on Cam Rising, but Utah and Oregon State is tonight at 8 p.m. Is he, uh, also, oh, is go he going to play this year? The way things are going right now, I don't know. The way things are going right now, it's not trending in that direction. Dude's like 42 years old as well. At some point, you've got to get out of college and do something with your life. Well, age 43 (laughs) season, he could come back. Uh, You know what? I will not be surprised at all, Josh, whenever someone tweets at me, you know Cam Rising has another year of eligibility left. I will not be surprised at all. All right. Uh, I have two other quick college football notes here before we get to obviously sooner talk. Uh, Alabama will be without redshirt sophomore middle linebacker Deontay uh, Lawson. He's out with an ankle injury, could miss multiple games. Lawson was listed as very questionable to play against Mississippi State, limited in practice. Looks like he is out for the weekend. And, um, ooh, this uh, this isn't good on the basketball side of things. This is breaking as we speak. Arterio Morris has been booted off the Kansas men's basketball team, arrested over the uh, evening charge with, with uh, rape. Not good. All right, big story number one. Number one. Number one. Number one. Now let's go all in on the final 40 minutes of the show on Sooner Football. We got our picks. We got our final thoughts. Uh, We've spent a lot of time on the show today talking about the running back position and the running back situation. Uh, Josh, let's just quickly before the break, any notes that we've seen on Savion Bird? Make sure you get the big three. Savion Bird, Reggie Pearson, and Jaron Canick. I feel like the the question was asked about Canick this week. Coach Venables made it seem like he had been practicing. Uh, seemed like it was still kind of unknown, though, on Savion Bird. And I, I don't know if he ever got a Reggie Pearson question, but I really haven't heard too terribly much. We did talk to 
uh, Brandon Hall this week, and when we talked about Reggie Pearson, he, he made it seem as if he was going to be back in the rotation. Right? I'm kind of reading into that a little bit, but, I mean, it it would appear to be of those three, Kanik who left the game, Bird who missed it entirely along with Reggie Pearson, it would seem as if, at the very least, two of those three seem likely to at least be suited up on Saturday. And I guess we'll we'll see about Savion Bird. We'll see. <laughs> the infamous insider knowledge yeah. that we bring you here on That's the ref. Right. We'll see. Oh, my gosh. Europe is about to have this hole, aren't they? We're not going to win a single match in the Ryder what, Cup, What's Josh. the situation? <laughs> so, we're on the 18th hole. Okay. For Max Homa and Wyndham Clark. Who are one up. Right, and then Justin Rose and Robert McIntyre. Oh, never mind, never mind. We're in a good spot. I apologize. I apologize. Whew. All right, we're back okay, in it, baby. My bad. My bad. I thought that was a European guy. I think that was actually Max Homa who knocked it stiff. Max Homa and Wyndham Clark could both walk in here right now, and I would have no idea who either one of them are. Really? Uh, and, and I've watched them both play golf. Dude with the beard, which Wh- one is that? Wyndham Clark won a major this year. I Again, I, like, I'm just being honest with you. I'm going to lie. Uh, which one? Which one sports the beard? Is that Wyndham Clark? Yeah. Okay. Wyndham Clark just knocked one stiff, and now <laughs> Robert McIntyre just put one inside of him. So basically, uh, they're each putting for I believe birdie here on this par four. And if the Europeans make the putt, they'll have the hole. The United States, uh, if if Homa or Wyndham Clark makes his putt. Then Team USA will have their first win. Yeah, Homa, I believe, is who who hit the shot. Thank you. Oh, okay. Thanks. See, like I told you, I've known him for years. Max Homa, great golfer. All right. Oh, this is McIntyre. Now McIntyre, holy smokes, dude! Well, <laughs> what a swing from a lefty. This has got to be really good radio. All right, when we come back, some thoughts on the Sooners and the injury situation and how it's looking going forward. Your thoughts on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line on an OEC Fiber Football Friday coming to you live from Lewis Jewelers in Moore right here on The Ref. Are you able to watch this or no? Are you, are you just having to rely on my play-by-play, Josh? I'm relying on your play-by-play. I probably could watch it, but I have no mm-hmm. idea what Channel USA is. Well, Team USA in trouble here on the 18th hole but thanks to max homan our max homa <laughs> yes and former san francisco giants first baseman will clark wyndham clark sorry wyndham clark they are in a position to where we can at least get a point salvage now salvage one we are down six to one <laughs> we are down six to one now here's the good news we have two potential birdie putts for team europe now the first one missed First one missed. So if the Europeans birdie and Wyndham Clark misses his putt, then Team USA in the Ryder Cup will have not salvaged one point. <laughs> one full. Now, I, that's unfair. They have two halves that have come together to make one point, Josh. <laughs> but they haven't won any of their matches. So they've got a point, but it's because we have two matches now i think i think wyndham i think wyndham clark no max home is out all right so max home is going to putt here just, just bear with me people that are like i thought this was the home of sooner fans and you're talking about golf trying to make ryan hibble proud 
right? All I want is an OU golf bag. That's it. I'm not asking for much. An OU golf bag and a pair of Air Jordan golf shoes. So please help me in making this possible. But Max Homa, Josh, this is the putt to win us a match and at the very least keep Team USA alive. And I oh, missed it. Oh, my gosh. You missed it low. Just barely. Now, they'll have to make a putt? They've got to make this next putt How far to away? win the hole. Uh, that was about, I want to say, that was about a 12, 10-footer for Max Homa. And so they're a little bit inside this, it. They're a little bit in. I want to say they've got about an 8-footer. And maybe I'm not good at math on this. They're but so going to make it. Aren't they? I mean, come on. It's been that kind of day. All right, all right so here we go. Uh, Justin Rose, who, by the way, it's kind of funny. I feel like Justin Rose looks different every single time I see him. I don't know what it is. Like, every every single time I see him, it's like, he put on some weight? Oh, he's lost some weight. Is he growing his hair out? Huh, is he growing facial hair? Now he looks like. I don't know, he looks like some dude that's as soon as he's done playing golf here, he's got to go to a PTA meeting. All right, it's not quite yeah, it's about a it's about a nine footer. And if he makes this, we are down seven to one, Josh. We're down seven one. <laughs> oh my gosh, he drained it. <laughs> they were Please go absolutely nuts. All right. No, I'm sorry, six and a half to one. Six and a half to one. I apologize, because that did happen. Oh yeah, that went they went crazy. They went crazy. So they won the six whole and half to one and a half. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, I got a little I got a little yeah, carried away in my Ryder anger at the Ryder Cup. So Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah, they're so he had to make that putt to have the hole. They were down two with two holes to play. And they came back and and they have the match. So the United States <laughs> the United States has not won a single match. Yeah. They have terrible. halved tied three. And that's it. They got smoked this morning. Yeah, smoked in one this afternoon. Oh, oh my goodness. All right, let's get back to football, shall we? Nothing Zach Johnson replaced uh, by Day's End. Yeah, I know, right? What is Zach, what are we even doing? Did you hear his – well, you know what? We'll save his story for how he took the call about the Ryder Cup off the air. A uh, f- couple of really good questions here off the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Why do we run so many east-west plays? Is there a strategy to it? What's the idea there? Honest question, M.W. Uh, to get the defense going sideline to sideline. To get those defensive linemen moving sideline to sideline. And it's a numbers game, right? You get out there and you count you count on your wide receivers to be able to block and set things up. So it's it's really it's I mean it works. It has worked. I think our receivers are blocking much better, Josh. But uh, it's you're trying to get these guys moving sideline to sideline. I'll tell you what, I think that's been a really effective play with Jalil Farouk whenever they've used him on it. Yeah, and they mix it up. You've seen Farouk, you've seen Drake Stoops. I think they've tried to get Freeman a couple, and it hasn't really worked out. But at least that's what I see why they do. What do you think? I think the items that you mentioned, and then I would imagine uh, there's a lot of other wrinkles off of some of that action that they run where, you know, the run-pass option – it sets things up. Right, over the middle in the passing game, or all of a sudden now you take a shot down the sideline. So that's, I, I'd like to hear that question asked to Coach Levy. I'd be curious to hear what he says. 
Where's my – I think we might have him next week at Coach's Corner because we've already – we've had all the offensive coaches, right? We had Emmett Jones this week. We've had Bill Beanbow. We've had Joe John Finley. We've had DeMarco Murray. We've had Levy. So that's five, right? I, I wonder I wonder if we'll have Levy again next week. That's a good question, man. I'll make sure to ask him. Patrick is going to trigger our man Sean so severely right now. All right, you ready? I'm ready. We're going to do enough to win tomorrow, but we're not going to show our hand until next weekend. Big surprise coming next week. That's right, baby. Save the good stuff. Honest question. Just just us two talking. Do you really believe through four games a team can hold back that much? To where it's like, whoa, we showed Texas. They had no idea. They didn't see this coming. No, I, I don't. And I don't think Oklahoma is going to take that approach tomorrow. No. I, I think that, no. you know, for the most part, probably a lot of who and what Oklahoma is we've seen. But, yeah, there's a wrinkle or two. Sure there is sure. that they've saved for Texas. Just like there's a wrinkle or two Texas is saving for Oklahoma. No. Oklahoma is the only team that does it. Uh, they only need fourteen. Po- they only need fourteen and a half points to win the cup. <laughs> We're so doomed. Oh, dude, right. it's over. Are you so, kidding okay. me? Hey, this is good. Um, and a quick break, and then we're going to get our six-pack of picks, and we're going to get out of here. But, Josh, can you talk about the D-line, writes the 805? Lots of rotation. Who is first team, second team, et cetera. Lots of talent. Do you worry about – I'll make this very clear. The only thing I'm good at when it comes to coaching football is Madden, and that's because I run tight in attack. I roll my quarterback out to the left, and it's unstoppable. And if you try to cover that tight end, I'm going over the top. That's right. You try to you try to stay back, I'm running my quarterback. It's unstoppable. For every That's under all route, I'm... there's an over. There, there's an over route, right? What does Teddy say? If you see someone coming in front of you, you better be ready because there's someone behind you. So that's, that's where my coaching experience kind of lives. So I don't question anything on defensive line rotations or, or what Brent Venables is doing with his defense. But it is wild because I feel like they rotate there more than they ever did before, and that was one of the biggest complaints from members of the Sooner Nation uh, many a years ago whenever the defense was rotating quite a bit. I guess part of it is that you're getting, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, good production from the guys that are in there. I would say, okay, uh, you're you're making your starting defensive line, Josh. Your four-man front. Who is it right now for Oklahoma? Downs. Downs and Adebare. Oh, okay. Bothroyd and another name. Well, but Bothroyd's on the outside. I, I think you could slide him inside. Okay, all right. I like the way you're thinking. I like the way you're thinking. Okay. Um I don't know if Reggie Grimes missed time or what, but it appears to me that the that one of the guys that we saw a lot last year that has seen his role diminish is Reggie Grimes. Fair? think so. So with that said, and I think you saw Trace Ford's snaps diminish. I, I, I love the idea of Adebawari being that guy, right? I, I think the future is bright. But to me, I would say your starters right now are Downs and Bothroyd. 
And then I think you're looking at Isaiah Coe and, um, oh, gosh, why am I blanking on eight? Why am I blanking on eight right now? Um, moved outside, inside. This is kill. You're all yelling at your radio right now, and uh, Josh, you do not tell me. I'm going to figure this out on my own, even if we have to sit here until 9 o'clock tonight. Sorry, I'm yelling inside Lewis Jewelers. <laughs> They're going to think that I'm crazy. But that's that's kind of how I see it. That's who I see as the the starters for the Oak on that defensive line. And what's crazy about it, what's crazy about it is when you drill deeper, you know, Josh mentioned a couple of extra guys, right? He mentioned uh, P.J. Adebayo, right? That's, that's pretty awesome, right? That's a true freshman that I think many people want to see out there. Um, I think you could go even deeper. There's more experience on that line that we haven't even talked about yet, right? I mean, Trace Ford's name hasn't even been mentioned. And that's a guy that, even though he didn't play a lot of snaps last week, has been a regular contributor. Jonah Laula. Jonah Laulu. At least I said his name right. I couldn't come up with who the hell he was, but Jonah Laulu has been great. Isaiah Coe has been really good this season whenever given the opportunity on the inside. DeJon Terry has quietly made some plays. When was the last time when you were talking about the Sooner defensive tackle spot that you're talking, you know, four or five guys? I don't think Jordan Kelly has big numbers, but I feel like whenever Teddy is talking about things the defense is doing right, it's, you know, when Jordan Kelly's in the game, he's moving guys around. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing for OU, it's defensive tackle, they're solid, but there's not like a game wrecker. Right. At defensive tackle. Oh, so, yeah, there's not a Tommy Harris in there. Right. I mean, that's that's basically where we're at is there's not one guy that can <laughs> just go automatically change a game with their individual ability, but they're very, very collectively <laughs> solid. By the way, the Kinnipamara Chevrolet text line cracks me up. Oh, I know. We just uh, get crushed. Start going la, 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 and see if it jars the memory. I, I, how about that? There's so many dudes that are playing on that line. Uh I think everything from those coaches, you know, last year we had a five-man rotation. That was it at the edge rusher spot, five. And now, you know, one of those guys that's in that five-man rotation didn't see the field until late in that game. And, oh, by the way, Josh, breaking news, Marcus Stripling is seeing the field more. Have we taken our bottom of the hour break yet? We need to. Oh, my gosh, I'm sorry. All right, uh, break time. OEC Fiber Football Friday. We're hanging out at Lewis Jewelers. OEC Fiber taking high-speed fiber where no one else will. It's Plank Show. All right, welcome back into the ref. We are the home of Sooner fans with Josh on Plank. Is Parker Thune coming out here next? I believe he is. We are at Lewis Jewelers in more. Come on, check out the incredible, incredible detailed jewelry they have here. People, too. Great people. Um, do you want to do our six-pack of picks here real quick? I don't – I was looking I was looking for our record from last week. I don't think we picked I, last week. Did we Did we run – oh, we ran out of time. We did the same thing last week. That's exactly what happened. All right, I've got um, one, two, three, four. I've got five, six games. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, I'm all over Arkansas plus five and a half. I don't know why this line didn't move after Connor Wegman's injury. Uh, actually, let me rephrase that. It moved a whole point. It went from six and a half to five and a half. That was it. That was the only way that it moved, one point. But I'm taking Arkansas plus five and a half. You and I both. Yeah, it's my upset special, so 
Can't take it as an upset special and not have it on the board. You and I both on the same upset special this weekend. Has that ever worked out for us in the past? I don't know that we've ever done that in the past, so we're about <laughs> to find out. <laughs> I really – so uh, my, my next one, I think we're actually on the same boat on this one. But I'm going to take Clemson plus 6.5. Now, this is one that you've talked me into because I wanted to make Syracuse my upset special. And you pointed your number two pencil at me, and you said, ah, ah, ah not so fast because – you're of the belief that Clemson is going to roll Syracuse. So I put it in my six-pack of picks, Clemson plus six and a half. Yeah, I just think uh, – and I don't know if they're winning by four touchdowns or anything like that, but I do expect them to win by multiple scores. It took Florida State to the wire, and oh, by the way, we're finding out Duke's pretty good. So I will also take Clemson minus six and a half. Okay, all right. Uh, so that's two. I know this is me being the homer that I am. Give me Oklahoma minus 19 and a half. By the way, a three-touchdown win can be a ho-hum win. And if you win by three touchdowns, I think we'd all be pretty happy, as long as it's not like 50 to 30 or something like that. Oh, no, what happened to the defense? So uh, I'm going to take Oklahoma. Last number I saw, Josh, was minus 19 and a half. Mm -hmm. Uh, A bunch of people are taking this as their upset pick. I'm going to take Notre Dame minus five and a half at Duke. And – I just think that they're going to find a way to get the offense figured out a little bit. The, I mean, their season, it's, they can't afford another one, so I'm expecting them to bounce back and play well. Give me Bama minus 14.5 against Mississippi State. Now, this sucks with the injury that took place. They lost one of their better linebackers for a while, and it looks like he could be out for a minute. But I just I don't think Mississippi State is any good. So give me Bama over Mississippi State. That's a 14.5-point number. At uh, – my own peril, I'm going to take Kansas in the points. I just think there's too many, and that offense is too good. It's the best offense that Texas will have seen to this point, so I'm going to take Kansas to cover the number versus the Horns ahead of next week. I'm taking Oregon State tonight. and I don't, I don't really have a great feel for it except that they're at home. Uh, DJ came back to earth. His completion percentage stinks. It stinks, but uh, they started running him a little bit more. So I think that that made a major difference. So give me Oregon State tonight, minus three and a half against Utah. I don't have a good uh, reason for why I'm taking this out. I mean, they've lost the last two in the mm-hmm. series. I just think Florida's a little more talented than Kentucky. So even on the road, I'm going to take Florida plus the, the one and a half to win straight up. I have never been more sure of anything in my life, Josh Helmer. My final pick. Lock stock barrel put the mortgage on it over 72 and a half in usc in colorado <laughs> yeah that's a lot of points i know that's a lot of points that's a lot of points but to me this has the potential to be like a 50 35 kind of a game and that might be in the third quarter neither one of these teams can play defense but they can score so that's my sixth what are you going with the sixth I think uh, Iowa State has some serious offensive problems, and I trust that Oklahoma has improved defensively. I think we're going to see that again this week. I'm looking something 37-13 in that range, so I do like Oklahoma to cover. Lock it up, throw it away, baby. Lock it up. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank Lewis Jewelers for having us out today. It's been great. Um, Glenn came in early. We sat and we shot the breeze for a while. Great man, great company. Uh, great service. Check them out. Uh, always focus on the engagement uh, engagement ring market. That's their primary focus. However, probably just as well known for their custom jewelry and repair service. Also, OEC Fiber candidate. Uh, <laughs> OEC Fiber clients, and they speak the world of David Goodspeed and what they've done here. 
at Lewis Jewelers. All right, we'll take our final time out. And when we come back, our Primrose Funeral Services final thoughts. All right, Parker is here. So that means the OEC Fiber Football Friday continues from Lewis Jewelers. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Um, final thoughts brought to you by Primrose Funeral Services. I think that everyone should know by now uh, Primrose has uh, been a great partner of ours, great people, great family. During the most difficult of times, they are here to make life better for you. You can learn more at primrosefuneralservices.com or by simply picking up the phone and calling them at 405-321-6000. If you are a softball fan, you've been complaining about ticket selection processes at Love's Field. There's good news. They've announced the final capacity. It is at 4,000, which is, I want to say that's about, what, 1,000 more than they originally thought, 4,200 to be exact. So that's good news. And they can continue to build on to it if you want. So you should be getting an email if you haven't about that process kicking back up. And, Josh, as a final thought, what are you most looking forward to tomorrow? What do you need to see? Run game improvement, right? Need to see that. And then uh, defense. Put the clamps down, baby. Make this Iowa State offense look like, well, what it looked like the first three weeks of the season before Oklahoma State. Agreed. Yeah, you know, Iowa State, they haven't allowed but one sack this year, but they also, they get the ball out quick. Um, They don't, I mean, their quarterback's not necessarily a scrambler, but he's elusive. Just make life hell on, what have I been trying to call him all day long? Rocco Immediate? Rocco uh, Belladelli. (laughs) I'm also Rocco Rocco Baladari. Yeah, exactly. Rocco back to make it life. Uh, make life challenging on him. All right, so Parker Thune coming up next with Mike Steely. They'll get you ready for Oklahoma and Iowa State. And don't forget Josh on the call tonight, Broken Arrow and Norman North. You can follow him at krefsports.tv. We'll see you guys um, tomorrow from Yo Pablo. But Steelman and Thune at noon are next.